Welcome to Conversations with Cynthia. Cynthia Hyatt is a Christian psychotherapist specializing in trauma therapy, couples, relationships, and personal development. She is passionate about your life and is here to encourage, teach, and inspire you to be your own best version. Find her online at CynthiaHyatt.com. That's C-I-N-T-H-I-A-H-I-E-T-T.com. Now, with today's fresh insights, Cynthia Hyatt. Well, happy Friday. Good afternoon. So glad that you are tuning in today. Thank you so much for listening. And I want to always remind you to take advantage of the website, CynthiaHyatt.com. We have all the shows there. We have music. We have blogs. We have all kinds of things for you. So I want to make sure that you take advantage of that. And we are finishing up our series on happiness. And I really enjoyed doing this, this series on happiness. It actually made me quite happy. So, you know, we all want to be happy. And um, I want to end this series with this last very integral part of happiness. And that's having a personal value system. When you have a personal value system, a code that defines you, that you live by, it's very grounding, very stabilizing, and it really increases your happiness. It helps you in decision-making, cuts down on chaos. So it's an integral piece of your personal life puzzle, and it defines you. It defines what you value, what you care about most. And when you, your values are truly defined, you're going to feel a better sense of direction. You get, it's more purpose. You find clarity to navigate through your daily life. So let's look at what that really is because and how we really do that. And I like this guy. His name is Lucas Bell when I was doing some research on value systems. And I, I liked a lot of what he had to say. So when we look at this, we're looking at the fact that values are these stabilizing principles that ground our lives. And we can often get caught up in the dreamy, you know, forthcoming excitement the vision that we have. And it's wonderful to dream. It's wonderful to have vision. But values support our lives and then help us get that vision, that dream accomplished. And so values really reinforce who we are. And without values, we find ourselves without a structure to which we can hold ourselves accountable to. Th these are guides to our current and future success. A value system is similar to the structure of your home. It's, it's the, the load-bearing walls, it's the roof, it's the floor, it's the stairs that get you up to the, to the second floor. So the value system is truly a psychological structure, a spiritual structure, an emotional structure that really guides, stabilizes, supports, and grounds us. So I want you to think about values. It might be something like you value generosity. You're super health conscious. You have honor. You want to live by a code. You have discipline. And it's how we express ourselves. It's how people experience us. It's really showing up to each interaction, each situation, being the best version of you. 
So these are things that we might pride ourselves in. We might choose to define ourselves by our values because it, they do define us, whether we like it or not. And in reality, they really complement who you really are, who you truly are. So someone who is a giver by nature may have a value for generosity and enjoy giving, you know, 10, 20, 30, 50% of their income to charities. And if they don't have money, they might give their time to charities. One of the biggest values that I have in my life that defines me is helping people. I want to help their lives be better. I want to help them be better people. I want to help them enjoy the life that God has given them and who he made them to be. So someone like a doctor may have a strong value for health and spend, spends his entire career helping people fight disease, attain, well, uh, attain wellness. Dietitians are very committed to the health of an individual. Pastors are committed to the spiritual health and well-being of people. So all of your values, when, when they're really congruent, they work together. They create this system that not only guides your life but sets you up for the success that you want. It also helps with disappointment because congruency helps us to manage painful situations, feelings, upsets, disappointments, failures, because they bring us back to ground zero. So values help support, even when your vision seems kind of cloudy or hazy, you don't really know maybe what your next step is. Maybe you just graduated from college. Maybe you decided to quit your job and, and you want to pursue a different profession. And so they really carry your vision and understanding of you, of yourself, to greater heights. So we're going to look at about five kind of questions that are going to help you discover and define what that personal value system is. And so I want you to think about Jesus. He really had a vision. He never veered from that vision. Nothing was going to dissuade him from doing what God had called him to do. And he lived by his values. And he had a value system. And that was honoring, loving people helping people, healing people, confronting people, disseminating truth. He was a phenomenal teacher. He was a great friend. And he really was the one. This is where women had the opportunity not to be property. Up until that point, women were truly considered property. And Jesus broke the barriers and talked to women. He broke all kinds of social and cultural, religious boundaries and really reset the world. It, the, the world is, the time is defined, A.D. and B.C., just because of the death of one man. So ask yourself this, what do you hold true for yourself? 
See, language can be easily placed on your values because you know deep within yourself what is true in your life. If you don't, this is one of those things you want to be talking to God about. Or a friend, pastor, a life coach, a mentor, a therapist, whatever. And, and say, you know, I'm not sure what's true about me. What is really true about me? It's like asking yourself, what do I value so much that it consciously or even subconsciously drives my decisions and my choices? Like, for example, we talked about the doctor as a strong value for health. So he's most likely going to choose to learn everything he can about disease, diseases and wellness so he can take care of his patients, so he can discover new methods of healing. It's going to motivate him to do things in his personal time that support that value. He's going to put appropriate amounts of energy into what is going to support that value. So you'll find that where you spend the most time is one of the ways that you can figure out what you value. And so sometimes we find out that maybe some of our value system needs to be adjusted. Maybe I need to do some corrections because where I'm spending all of my time I might not be so proud of. So do I really want that to define me? Because that is who I am. What I do, what I think, where I spend my money, where I spend my time is generally going to tell you very clearly what you value. So make a list of like, I don't know, top three, five values that describe what drives your decisions and your choices. Write them down because these express who you are. It's kind of like a road map. So ask yourself this second question. What do you want to be known for? What do you want to be known for? Do you want to be known as a gossip? Do you want to be known as a hothead? Do you want to be known as a womanizer or a victim, right? Or do you want to be known as someone that is truthful, dependable, reliable, honest, fair, generous, kind, patient? All those fruits of the Spirit. That's a great place to start creating a value system. So ask yourself, what do you want people to remember about you? How do you want to be described? This has a great way of helping us discern what we value. What do you you want your life and your actions to contribute to the world at large? What's going to drive your vision? So let's take the doctor again. For example, he readily works long days researching a cure to a disease. He has value for discipline as well as health. I tell my clients frequently, I truly would do my job for free. I really would. I love it that much. I give a lot of extra time. I take a lot of time. I pray and I think a lot about the people that I have on my caseload. Because I really value human life. And I value who people are. And I value helping them become more of who God wants them to be. 
So take some time and list like, I don't know, three to five things that you really want to be known for in your lifetime. And there's this exercise that therapists do many times, and that, that is writing your own, your own epitaph. What would you like to be said about you at your funeral? How would you like to be described? What would you like to hear people say? And it's a very defining exercise to say, wow, I really want to end well. I want to end my life well. So how do I want to be described? What do I want to be known for? And then I want you to ask yourself, what makes my vision come alive? What makes it come alive for me? Because your values are always going to direct and support whatever your vision is. So values give your vision purpose, gives it meaning and passion in highs and lows. So like for the doctor, he perseveres. He steadfastly keeps at his work for years and years and years to find success because he burns with the vision to see people cured, see people healed. So when you answer this question, what makes my vision come alive? Ask yourself this. Why this vision? Why do I need to make and keep this idea alive? These are really important questions that help us, that define us, that help us walk out the whole point of why God created us. So ask this next question to yourself. What do you want more? What do you want more of in your life? What are you craving? What are you desiring? What are you needing? Because this question is specifically geared towards values and involves looking at the areas where we want to grow. You know, do you long to have more time for relationships and family? Do you want better health in your life? Do you want more education? Are you ready to leave the job you have and live a life of independence? Are you going to be able to make that happen? How do you want to make that happen? Sometimes the very thing we want is really what we hold most dear because it does express in many ways who we are. And it helps to clarify that. So standing firm in your values will give you the courage to go after whatever it is that you desire and helps you make really successful decisions. So think about this. For the doctor who wants to see people healthy, he also wants to help people in need and finds a way to maybe create a free clinic for the community. Maybe he has that vision. He wants to expand whatever the, the current value, whatever the current dream and vision and thing that motivates and drives his life. Maybe he wants to expand it. It's one of the things that I did. That's why I write books. 
I want to help more people that maybe I don't have time to see or that I can't see. So list three things that you would like more of in your life and write down at least one way to make each of them happen. Think about your heart's desire. Sometimes if you go back to when you were a little kid, because sometimes life has a way of taking over and it starts driving us instead of we're driving our own lives, our, our life starts to drive us. Maybe you, maybe you let go of a lot of dreams because of necessity. Maybe you started pleasing people instead of really doing what your heart's desire is. So think about how to really make these things happen, these new things. So then I want you to ask yourself this question. What do I hate to compromise? Because when there is compromise in your life, you know that you are violating something that you hold true to yourself. Compromise is all about valuing one thing and then doing the opposite. So if I value health, at least I say I do, but I don't take care of myself because I'm too busy, that's a significant compromise. If you want to live the life that God has asked you to live, you want to be a Christian in those ways, then what are the areas that you're compromising? And these are hard things to face. These are hard things to consider, to talk about, to think about. Because when you're looking for certain results in your life and you're not getting them, I want you to consider asking yourself, am I compromising somewhere? Am I trying to have both things when they disqualify each other, when they violate each other? So I want to have good health, but I keep smoking, right? And when you look at different areas of your life and see if deep down you can detect some anxiety or maybe some frustration, disillusionment, sadness, upset, that type of discomfort really can be a signal that there are certain values being violated within your life, within your heart, within your mind. So let's talk a little bit, let's talk about the doctor again. He hates compromising the health of his patients with drugs that only treat symptoms and not the causes of the disease. So if he keeps giving in and giving up with patients and saying, you know what, all right, here, I'll just give you the medication. Instead of maybe really holding true to his own value system and saying, if that's what you're needing, you need to find a new doctor. Because he doesn't want to just keep treating symptoms. And he's feeling inside of him a really, a, like a deep violation of their well-being. And this is the thing that causes him to really press into his work even more. So don't let compromise keep you from experiencing the full spectrum 
of what is most true to you. So scan your life. List the areas where you're experiencing that type of discomfort so that you can know where the compromise is. And if you do know what the compromise is, that's where you really have to be true to you. And you have to say to yourself, am I going to continue to compromise? And if you don't feel the inner strength to address that compromise, then get some help. Get some support. Be honest with a friend. Be honest with your doctor. Be honest with the pastor. Be honest with your spouse. And just say, you know, I, I keep doing the opposite of what I want to do, and I don't know how to stop doing that. So can you help support me? Can you hold me accountable in that way? Can you keep asking me how I'm doing with it so that I actually can change it? So let's go back and look at this one more time. What drives you? What do you think about most? When you dream, what's the dream? How far away for are, for, are you from the dream? And what do you have to do to get more in alignment? So these values, they stabilize us. They help make vision happen. And I go back to using the example of Christ. Imagine if he violated his own value system. And at the last minute, he said, ah, I don't want to die on a cross. I don't want to do this. This is too painful. But what we see in the life of Christ is that the harder things got, the more people got tried to get in the way, the more steadfast he became, the more committed to finishing the race and finishing well. So remember, your values, they reinforce who you are. So if you're not living your values, then you have to say to yourself, who am I then? Who am I? So think about what do you hold true to yourself? What's true about you? And what do you want to be known for? And then what's going to make that vision come alive? And then ask yourself again, why that vision? Why is that so important to me? And what am I willing to do to get there? What do I want more of in my life? What do I need more of? And then think about the area of compromise. Where am I compromising? That is, where, where's the contradiction in my behaviors, in my thoughts, in my actions? the way I spend money, where I spend money, how I take care of me, where's the compromise? Where am I contradicting myself? Because contradiction is the best way to have disease, like dis-ease. That's what disease is, dis-ease. The contradictions are where the enemy steals your peace, your joy, your comfort, your happiness, your excitement to live. So God bless you today. I hope you do this exercise. I hope you take time for, to really spend time on you and your life. Make it a good one. 
again, remember how valuable you are. God bless you in your day. And we'll talk again on Monday. We have a great guest I don't want you to miss. Have a wonderful weekend. To hear today's program again or to share it with someone else, please go online, CynthiaHyatt.com. That's C-I-N-T-H-I-A-H-I-E-T-T.com. Conversations with Cynthia is heard daily at 3 p.m. and 12 noon every Sunday on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. Follow Cynthia on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Cynthia Hyatt. Until next time, remember, be your own best version. Yeah.